I do have AirPods Pro, which Apple says have studio quality microphones. So guys, don't worry. Uh, as we've established, those those microphones are studio <laughs> apartment quality, I think. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we're a professional podcast that covers the technology industry, so... <laughs> Lex is on shitty microphone. So, so, okay. All right. I guess. <laughs> I guess this is the show. Listen, there. the options are, are limited. I, uh, I want you to know what you're hearing, Dan and John, could be worse than what okay. I listen to you hearing. <laughs> well, Do not you the mean, bootleg people. The bootleg people are going to... Do you mean that in the sense that, like, there is a way for this to go downhill? Like, it could be worse. Yeah, really. Like, <laughs> what I mean is, I believe that between... The fact that I'm recording from them locally with Audio Hijack, plus I'm recording losslessly from my phone at the same time, okay. that maybe one of those will be better than what you get from Zoom. But I don't know. I could also be wrong. It could also just be shitty for everybody. Shitty for everybody is the car? rebound promise. <laughs> no. Are you in a car? So, so <laughs> last weekend. Are you a car? Last, I am a car. I'm on auto. Uh, last week, work week, I started having internet issues. And... The cable company uh, said, oh, we're going to fix this remotely. And then it worked for a while. And then it stopped working again. And they said, ah, we know the problem. We need you to disconnect the coaxial cable from your modem and clean it by hand and then put it back in. And I was like, you guys are dumb. And it worked. (laughs) It, It made the Internet come back. And it worked perfectly. My parents were visiting for, I think, six years by my calculation, and uh, many movies were watched because that's something to do uh, all over the weekend, all streaming via the internet, which were great. Then it was work day again today, Tuesday, as we record. And it, first, the internet like slowed to a crawl, like worse than, than a 2400-baud modem, and then died. And then when you call their automated robot, it's like, yeah, we're going to have to come, and we can be there very soon, like tomorrow evening. <laughs> <laughs> so then I had a call back to try to get a human. I eventually get a human and the human's like, uh, can you try, he's like, can I call you back on your cell phone if we get disconnected? And I'm like, yes. And if you send me to my basement to look at the modem again, we will get disconnected. And he's like, okay, great. Go to the basement. And if we get disconnected, I'll call you back. That was the end of that call. And he never called back. Yep, sure. So mm. I need to get on meetings. And I, I come to my in-law's house. Uh, I've called my in-laws a couple times, but they don't answer because that's how it is. And I get to their house, which is about 10 minutes from my house, and I get online. No, that's not true. I get in the house because I know how to get in. But I can't get online because they've changed their router, and I don't know the password. <laughs> so I'm calling and texting them who aren't home, and they aren't responding. So I text the whole in-laws, all the siblings-in-law group chat. And people are like, try this password, try this password. No, no, right. Finally, I get the password. So I'm now online. You guys should just be pleased that I'm here, ignoring the fact that I sound like shit. This is just, we're letting our listeners like be in the trenches with us, is how I look at it. Uh, Lex mm. is calling in from a remote location. Um, we have it on the <laughs> phone here. Lex, how is the situation where you are? <laughs> it's horrible, Dan. Okay. It's horrible. It's I feel worse than those guys. Going to our correspondent mm-hmm. yeah. in a rainstorm. <laughs> You're really, what's the weather like out there? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's <laughs> just, raining. Just, I think I think they should be able to see you being buffeted by you know. Oh yeah, yeah, ones. like by winds. Yeah, with like a, in a in one of those yeah, just talking about it is not is not very interesting. Yeah. Well, Dan, it's windy. I don't even have a desk. I'm sitting with my laptop on my lap on a bed <laughs> in the room that my wife grew up in. <laughs> 
this is definitely the uh, I would say top five weirdest uh, recording that sessions is we've had. Very strange. That is very strange. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. That's a thing. So we're just gonna roll with that. I'm sorry the internet's gone out. If do you have an Eero? Is that the problem possibly? <laughs> <laughs> so what the guy wanted me to test was could I connect a computer yep. directly to he my router? Want you to do this uh, to the modem, and uh, I know that that's yes. not the issue. Yeah. I can see, I it, can diagnose. Like, yeah, it's not which the is great because because all the computers have still have Ethernet ports, right? I had to buy exactly. an adapter for so that like, reason. <laughs> So I said, when I go down and try this, I will lose my internet connection. I will lose my phone connection to you. Uh, and it's not going to work, but I'll happily do it. So let's do it. And so after I disconnected, I still tested. And of course, it didn't fucking work. I watched the modem die. The modem had no blinking lights. There was no point to this test. Anyway, it all sucked, and I hate everybody. That sounds mm. awful. Well, honestly, like, I, like tomorrow night is actually way better than, than my provider. <laughs> has been when when i've had outages it's like we can do like we can do like four days from now i will say if you need somebody (laughs) to show up very quickly we discovered a couple weeks ago that you tell them you smell tell them you smell gas that will get them to show Mm. up right away those people do show up unfortunately they cannot fix your modem which is which is a downside Mm. but they they show up so i'll tell you that okay we had a we had a crack in our gas meter so that was exciting they had to replace that Ooh, wow that is That's well, that's a little scary. It was a small crack, very tiny. Well, still, that's all you need. <laughs> it's your Damn, it was, small it, crack, more, and that's what they call them. Well, nope. Mm, sorry, you're breaking up. <laughs> Are you going through a tunnel? <laughs> We're losing you. <laughs> yeah, he lives in a tunnel now. Okay, well, that's you know everybody's got to have some place. <laughs> uh, okay. Techno- okay, technology. Right. Uh, t- we're, are we going to talk about technology at some point? I guess we I mean, could do on. that. Sure. Yeah, I want to talk about this uh, this crazy ass thing that Apple's doing uh, that Apple Music is doing. Did you? Oh see this, yeah, I this saw this tweets. Uh, Jim Dalrymple and uh, Jason. So Jim said, I, "I have not. I listened to some of their canned playlists, and from time to time, not all the time, but from time to time, I do. And I have not run into this yet. But Jim said that he got an ad for what was it? Some other something like else. some." <laughs> Something else, right? He got an ad for some some other Apple baloney crap. <laughs> so a radio show, a radio show, I guess that's that that they that they have. And then Jason chimed in saying that they're inserting interviews into the playlists too. Yeah, he he mentioned hey, this, that the other week. None of this is okay. None of this is all right. Yeah, particularly the ad for the radio shows. I mean, like you could make a sort of an argument if they're doing interviews with the artists then maybe they can you know maybe it makes sense to put interviews with artists into the playlists but ads fuck you ads are egregious the interviews i don't like it but it's you know you could make the argument that it's content and maybe even content that the people listening to that might be interested in but it also seems obnoxious so i agree with that as well yeah it's a slippery slope when it's house ads like which is what they're considering these things then so they're like well it's not it's not a paid ad we're doing it just internally for our own stuff we're advertising our own radio shows so it's not really advertising but yeah it's uh, what i'll say on this topic is somewhat limited Uh, on a service you're paying for just to be clear right 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 I'm just going to say, Amazon Music does not do that. If you pay, you're not going to dance. Just put that out there. I just just thought it was worth mentioning. Mm, mm, Interesting. Good for you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I I haven't yet run into this, but I don't... I I listen to some playlists and radio stations on on Apple Music. Not a ton, but enough that I would not say I'm, you know, 
I, it would be impossible for me to run into this, but I haven't heard one yet. So I don't know. I don't know. And here's like, at first I was wondering, would Apple say, oh, this happened by mistake? But there isn't today a free tier of Apple Music that's ad supported, right? That doesn't exist. Right. There, there's been some speculation that that might eventually exist. Yeah. So maybe this isn't a, you know, a bug. It'll have even more ads. Well, yeah, but that's, that's, you know, <laughs> that's how you make right. that money. So is this an oh, error? Yeah, no, I'm fi- like, yeah, if it's, if it's a free tier, absolutely. Yeah. It makes complete sense. But I'm paying yeah. for this. Service. So the question is more: Is this an error? You know, when they're right. testing That's that what I'm and it accidentally served an ad yeah. to somebody who should not have gotten one. Because otherwise, yeah, like I agree, you should absolutely not get ads on services that you pay for. Wait a second, there's a lot of streaming services that still do ads when you pay for, aren't there? <laughs> Screw you, Hulu. But you know, uh, I don't think I think well, a you lot pay of, less. You play pay less. Well, actually, they still play. They still play some ads, don't they? And even like Apple TV, of course, will play you an ad for some other show that you don't want to watch before it plays the show that you want to watch. Well, every every streaming yes. service will show you an ad for another one of yes. their own shows. None of them, as Lex said, consider that a real advertisement because they're not getting paid for it. <laughs> they're just trying to get you to watch other shit right. i think that's also garbage i think it's just way worse than music but um i, I guess it's become John, may i remind you it. that that when you go to a movie they show you ads for 20 movies that you were about to see oh, yeah but i like, want to see i love trailers you want to hear the ads it's playing <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't <laughs> what is an ad for another tv show on that network if not a trailer john it's i don't know I'm not sure what the difference is. The thing is, John, but, I but, believe but, in uh, my heart what, that what they've been doing, people what they've been doing for 70 years. The other one, they have not been. Uh, well, we solved that problem. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did I mention that Amazon Music doesn't do that? I, I can't remember if that came up. <laughs> I am so not once again, <laughs> once again, you've just you blipped out. It was just very specifically. Yeah, right. About. I know. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's weird what we don't hear. Or, or not, really. <laughs> uh well yeah it is not it's not strange it's not surprising at all uh, we have a lot of listener questions on technology oh, topics good. oh a lot of listener questions okay yes let's see here dun, 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 dun. Okay. <laughs> okay so question number one is from jack was carlson that the listener, was that the listener question music Yes, that was listening question music. I can't remember. Did we already cover uh, Jack Carlson telling us that he was not stoned, as far as we know? No, and he wants to know if we were Intel or AMD. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. So he says he's not stoned, as far as I know. And he his question is Intel or AMD in the past, probably not now. I don't know that I've ever bought buy an AMD for a computer that I built. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm going Intel. <laughs> I mean, I definitely have plenty have built pcs before and i want to say i used intel chips but it's possible that at some dark point in the past i used an amd i mean i had nothing against amd i think it's good that there's actually competition in that market unlike other other places in the in the pc industry but yeah i don't have a i don't have a dog in that fight yeah i don't particularly (laughs) either although the last the i got hank a gaming computer for christmas and it's an amd so there, I'll say that. Jack also asks, hot dogs or hamburgers? <laughs> I, I think we, 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 this was teased to us, I believe. It was teased to us, that's true. Yeah. I, yeah. I got a strong feeling on this one, actually. Oh, what is it? I, I think it's a false dichotomy. I think this is a false dichotomy that, that you should not Thank you. That is my answer. I hosted people for Memorial Day just yesterday as we record, and we I had both. And I had chicken, too. So <laughs> it was, it was yeah, a robust right. meal. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Serve whatever you want. Yeah. Sausages is the correct answer. Thank you. 
<laughs> oh, that's a good answer. That's a pretty good answer. I mean, I, if, I there's, say. if there's the three of them, I'll probably go for the sausages simply because you don't, you, you know, most people don't serve those. Usually. I mean, I don't like hamburgers. So I really, I really like, I really like hamburgers. I, I've, I've never really been like a hamburger fan, but I do like, I, I had a hot really dog like this sausages. weekend for the first time in a very long time because I don't eat them very often, but I was at a cookout on Sunday after um, a wedding I attended with a bunch of my family. And uh, they were. This was well, upstate so. New York, and uh, they have uh, red hots and white hots up there. This, this you whole, got a lot of color on this situation. one, so yeah. I don't. Well, I don't know. Have you guys? Had, I mean, you've you've ever had a white hot? No, a white hot. No, a white hot. I don't think so. Okay, it's a, a type of hot dog. I think they're they are fairly um, Western New York, sort of unique to Western New York, but it is uh, unique Western New York. Unique Western New York. Yes, there you go. According to uh, Wikipedia, a combination of uncured and unsmoked pork, beef, and veal. So, I think it's if it's in Western New York, it's pronounced Uniquay. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird. They don't pronounce anything correct there. So no. <laughs> Let me tell you, I was in a I was in a a part of the city that is if you you spelled it, it is C H A R L O T T E, which. You might be tempted to pronounce Charlotte, but it is pronounced Charlotte. So nothing there is pronounced <laughs> See? normally. See? Yeah. Yep. No, I'll give you. I'm gonna let you have that one. I went to I went to University of New York, Uniquay. <laughs> SUNY Uniquay, please. By the way, I'm spelling Uniquay as a potential title, like with a eunuch. So just just so we're all clear. That's oh, how no. I'm assuming. Oh no. Uh, I don't think we can use <laughs> that as the title. <laughs> I was uh I was DMing uh Don Schaffner, do you guys know him at Bug Counter on Twitter? Yeah, sure. Uh, who he uh, he's a food safety guy in part. Uh, I've met him in person even, but I, I was asking him because after we were grilling yesterday, uh, all the food got put away except the hot dogs uh, were left in a a bug free zone, like it had netting and stuff protecting it, but didn't get refrigerated for another two hours in the heat. And so I was asking him, well, are they still okay or not? And he said, you have five hours at least; they're still good. <laughs> so. Okay. Really? If you want some gross overheated hot dogs, they're here at the Friedman House, and they're ready for... Well, I'm not at the Friedman House. Well, let's see. I think I've had food poisoning three times in my life, (laughs) and two of them were from hot dogs that I had. (laughs) Oh, wow. One at the fair, and to this day, I hate the fair. And usually think those things are so The other one at a company company cookout. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, maybe you're just allergic to something. I I never thought of a hot dog as something that you could easily... I mean, like, they're just... Usually, because you boil you them or think, something, right? right? So you feel like those things yeah. are dead, right? Those things are so dead. Yeah, I mean, I as far as far as I know, it was those things. I mean, I, I'm sure I'm at the fair. It was definitely the hot dog because because when I bit into it, it was still cold. It was cold, and I should have known better. <laughs> <laughs> yep, but I ate the whole John, thing. Did you consider it might be the hot dog bun? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, it could be. That seems be. less likely, but okay. I, because the thing, well, um, the fair, the fair, the kid, you know, their kids working at the at the booth. They they go on their break. They go out and they pet the animals, and then they come back in and don't wash their hands and hand you a hot cold hot anim- dog. And the animals are made into the hot dogs right on the spot. So <laughs> <there's> that. <laughs> Where do you think they get the hot dog? Yeah, come on, <laughs> it's mostly llama. <laughs> Alpaca is very lean. <laughs> 
have to hold my phone with one hand as a backup microphone, so typing these title suggestions is quite a challenge. <laughs> uh, listener Chris from Cincinnati. By the way, these are all people who are Rebound Prime members. Prime by ReboundCast.com. They can ask questions. Listener Chris from Cincinnati writes, Hey, Lex. So he wrote to his, uh, the important host. Been hearing your ad reads for a certain suit company for a long time. Since your COVID-related Peloton addiction, have you noticed enough change in body shape to consider ordering new ones? Also, who are your favorite Peloton trainers? Wife may have bought one. Uh, did your wife buy a trainer or the Peloton? Uh, interestingly, <laughs> I would say I have lost some weight with the Peloton, and I have definitely built leg muscle, but I, I don't think that I have changed my overall body shape enough that so I've noticed anything with pants, suits. is what you're saying. Even there, I feel fine. Like, it's like my legs might have more definition, but they still fit the friggin' pant leg. I don't know. So I, I really don't need different clothes. You're, you're busting through the pant <laughs> Mus- Muscular thighs. My favorite Peloton tr- instructors include, thank you, uh, Leanne... Olivia and Matt uh, and uh, who's the British dude? Brad. These, these names are made up. Brad. These I like are made up people. Yeah. Wow. All, all real names. Uh, but speaking of Chris's question, Dan, you were just at a wedding. Can I ask you really quick what you wore yes. to that wedding? Uh, do you want the real answer or am I serving you up something here? <laughs> I assume those are the same answers, Dan. All this is going to be cut. <laughs> I wore a suit, Lex. <laughs> and how did that fit? Well, let me tell you, I've definitely, I have put on some weight during the pandemic, so as well as it could have. Well, there we go. Well, gentlemen and listeners, this episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Indochino. Um, I'm asked to discuss the excitement before a wedding and how everyone involved in the big day starts planning way ahead, especially when it comes to what you're going to wear. That's true. When I'm going to be at a wedding, I was just at one a couple weeks ago in Chicago. I knew right away... I was going to go full suit. It was a it was a formal attire wedding, and I knew I was going to wear one of two Indochino suits, and I did exactly that. So whether you're going to be the groom, you're in a wedding was party, a or you're a lucky guest. It was. It was close to a Burger King. <laughs> uh, but everyone wants to look their best <laughs> for a wedding. You're never more than 50 feet from a Burger King. <laughs> With a custom-fitted suit from Indochino, you'll look great, feel confident, and enjoy the big day without fussing over your clothes. Choose every detail in a suit, shirt, dinner jacket, and more at affordable prices that may surprise you for fully custom pieces. So as, as I mentioned, I own two Indochino suits. Dan owns one. Uh, I think I would consider us both impressed with the customizations. Uh, Dan did the uh, in-person showroom experience. I did it... Uh, through the web, and their customer support is great too. If there's anything that goes wrong, they're happy to help you out right away. I have worn my Indochino suits to Dan's wedding, to uh, one of the hosts of Magic Tavern's wedding, uh, to non-weddings, to bar mitzvahs. I've worn them to any kind of event where a rabbi is going to be there. I will put on an Indochino suit. And every suit is made to your exact measurements, so you can customize every detail. Choose a suit that fits you and your style perfectly with options for fabrics, lapel shape, custom monograms, statement linings, and more. The best part, as you're creating these suits... The Indochino suit starts at just $429, and the shirts start from just $79. And as I uh, have referenced here, Indochino also offers completely custom-fitted shirts, casual wear, and more. So get a wardrobe personalized to your style and taste without spending a fortune. They're always adding new pieces and options so you can stay on trend and in style. Explore their relaxed yet refined approach to spring suits with their new spring pastels. If you've got a big day coming up, getting the perfect look is no big deal with Indochino. Get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more by using promo code REBOUND at Indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of $3.99 or more at INDOCHINO.com. Promo code rebound. Our thanks to Indochino for their support of this fine show. Uh, I thought it actually said this fine show, but it doesn't. Uh, a couple more listener questions if you guys are ready. Well, I hope you've updated sure. and gotten all the listener questions. Yes, we have a few more. <laughs> 
Uh, Listener E-Man says, As this saga continues, Obi-Wan spends ten years of his hero's journey living in squalor in the desert, waiting for the time to train this boy, all the while completely ignoring the boy's sister and whatever capability she might have, and bringing up the the topic of nature versus nurture, especially with twins. So my question is, what are the odds of a redesigned M2 Mac Mini being introduced at WWDC this year? Wow. You know, that's a great question, E-Man. I have to think about a couple options of that. Uh, first of all, no spoilers. Second of all, uh, I'm going to give the odds on that. Like, I think there's a solid 50-50 on that. Because the, the rumors seem to be coalescing around an M2 MacBook Air showing up. And we have heard about one of those in the works for a long time. And I think that of all the Macs that are out there, putting an M2 in a Mini is probably not only fairly easy for Apple to accomplish, because I don't expect the industrial design to change that much, but also a thing that would kind of fly ben- like under the radar because people aren't paying that much attention to the Mini. It's like not like a new you know, iMac or a new Mac Pro or something like that. Even a new MacBook Pro, people get like really excited and like pour all of these details. But I feel like the Mac Mini, you know, it doesn't get a lot of love sometimes. So I, I would say it's not out of the running. I'm not sure it'll happen, but I think it's, it's a definite possibility. If it happens, I feel like it would be a harbinger of a renewed Apple enthusiasm for the Mac Mini. Like, if the Mac Mini gets updated again with an M2 right now, that tells me that they are trying to reverse the reputation and show that the Mac Mini is a a core part of their lineup. I mean, uh, one thing to take into account with that is there is still an Intel Mac Mini for sale, right? It's like, I think it's the last remaining Intel Mac uh, that's that's in the lineup. Is that right? Is that right? That might be right. I mean, the Mac Pro, the old Mac Pro. Yeah, that's oh, that's true, yeah. But right, but right. it is, you know, uh, obviously we all know the Mac Pro is going to be replaced, and I'm certain that high-end Mac Mini will be replaced at some point. The bigger question yeah. on the Mac Pro side is, like, when they have a processor that, like, they're ready to do. But I think, as we talked about in the last couple of weeks, supply chain's a real big question right now because, you know, uh, they're having trouble shipping the Macs that they have now. Uh, so there's a question of whether or not they're ready to start shipping in volume the stuff that is coming down the lineup. So I don't know. I, I, I would be surprised if we didn't see at least one new Mac at WWDC, but it's one of those situations where it feels like it could be one or it could be like, here's like half a dozen new Macs or something like that. I, <laughs> I just want to be clear because it got stuck in my head. As soon as you said the old Mac Pro, that made me think of Moltz. Like, I think that is what Moltz's nickname should be, is the old Mac Pro. <laughs> the old Mac Pro. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I, I guess for the for the pro part for sure yeah. <laughs> listener david, the mac part that's the only the that's the part. only part i'm thanking you for <laughs> listener david says a few months back there were rumors circulating that apple is developing a new short-range audio technology using the ultra wideband chip which would be both more robust and feature-rich than existing bluetooth standards it's notable that the original HomePod is one of the few products that apple has released in recent years that did not include ultra wideband do you think this new audio standard is something we could see revealed at WWDC alongside a compatible flagship HomePod? Oh, I'd really like to see it. You wrote WWDU, and I don't know what that means, so I'm assuming he meant WWDC. <laughs> I'd like to see it improve uh, mic quality on the AirPods. I think that'd be the thing that I'd be most excited about. <laughs> is, is that a hint to me? Is that was happening? <laughs> no, 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 no reason. No reason. I... I think the problem was the HomePod was over-engineered and it was designed so long before they rolled it out that UWB had not really become a going concern at that point. Because when it rolled out, it was only in those first iPhone models for a while. 
I'm not sure that actually any of the Macs have it either. I don't remember, but I didn't think that the, you know, the MacBooks had like ultra wideband on them. I could be wrong. So I think they're still predominantly on phones rather than other devices. So there's there's that. I think that there is the chance that they release a better audio. They might have like an API available that's got like better audio available for, you know, maybe third parties, etc. But at the same time, Bluetooth is so universal that I think, you know, everything they're going to build in is going to have at least the ability to fall back to Bluetooth because it's kind of the wireless lingua franca. So I'm not sure that there's, you know... I don't have a lot of hope for that, nor do I have a lot of hope for a new HomePod at WWDC. I'll put it that way. Oh, I, I do expect some kind of new speaker device at WWDC. You think you think there's a new speaker device coming? Yeah. Is this the, the HomePod uh, Mini Max that we talked about? Yeah. <laughs> the HomePod Mini Max. I would hope so. I mean, I think... Don't you think they're going to make one, though? I mean, oh, yeah. At some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do think they will make just one. Don't think I'm, it's not, I'm not sure it's now, but I think, I think more likely in September. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess there's a, but I think, didn't they do, didn't, uh, was it WWDC where they did the house thing? Didn't they do one of those? Or was that, uh, I think that uh, was the uh, things with the house. I think it was a September event. Other announcements. I think it's all been other was stuff. It? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they, you know, in the, well, I don't know. It's, it's hard to keep them track, right? Cause in the past when they were all yeah. live, it was like, well, they don't, they don't have a house stage at WWDC, but they've been video last year. So I don't, yeah. I honestly don't remember. Right. Right. Uh, we have two more questions. One is from listener Gitz. I hear podcast hosts always mentioning the Messages app. Is this America-centric user behavior? By the way, I've read the rest of the question. The answer to this is yes, but I'll give you the rest. Because I barely spend any time in the Messages app, <laughs> and almost all of it in WhatsApp. But I feel like there must be a large silent block of users who don't know any better and use Facebook Messenger as their primary chat app. Any thoughts? Sorry, I don't even like this question, but I just thought of it, and it's Tuesday morning. <laughs> so yes, you don't have an obligation to submit a question. But uh, yes, I mean, messages. Really? Is, very... is there some confusion about that issue? <laughs> yeah, there's no obligation. Do people to think submit. that paying paying for Rebound Prime means that you have to submit questions? <laughs> but messages is hugely popular in the U.S. and seemingly nowhere else. Like my family lives in yeah. Israel; only yeah. everyone sees WhatsApp. Um, and I think that WhatsApp and Telegram and Messenger are all more popular elsewhere than Messages is. That's my read. Yeah, I, I was delighted this weekend at this family gathering to discover that one of my cousins, who I think was the lone Android holdout, finally got an iPhone. And I noticed this at first because people started doing tapbacks on messages in a giant thread. And I was like, oh no, here it comes. <laughs> and it never came. And then one, I overheard them saying, oh yeah, no, John got an iPhone. And I was like, oh, thank fuck. <laughs> <laughs> one Android user on an, on an iMessage yeah, chain with like yeah. a dozen other people is the worst. <laughs> it is amazing so, yeah. how green bubbles feel different. When you're testing, and I have no beef with somebody using an Android phone other than the issue that you just described, but like, I do like knowing that the message was delivered. <laughs> I do like that yeah, it seems sure. like they send faster. Uh, there's more reliability to yeah. it. So that's, that's all it is. I, I've only really used WhatsApp when I've traveled out of the country. And even then, uh, using iMessage has gotten a lot more accessible since you have the ability to like maintain a, multiple SIMs. Like... I can keep my home number and then use like an eSIM or a SIM card so it doesn't screw up by adding like a new number to the entire iMessage thing, which was always a pain. But uh, yeah, I don't use WhatsApp at home. In fact, I deleted it. And, you, sa- and you said the reason that you used WhatsApp when traveling is because hotels and 
I had a hotel that that, that that would communicate that way. And also I was once, uh, I was at a conference a few years back that was in Ireland and I was trying mm-hmm. to talk to a couple of friends and one of them at least was using an Android device. So we had like a group chat on WhatsApp to just like be like, hey, I'm going to this, you know, thing or let's grab lunch or something. Uh, and you couldn't as reliably use SMS or iMessage over cross platforms when you're all traveling and using like different data networks and and numbers and stuff that you're not usually using. So WhatsApp was <laughs> easier to set up in that sense, but it's a fairly small window. It really surprises me that WhatsApp, owned by Facebook, still hasn't implemented any kind of reaction emoji the way every other app, including apps that Facebook makes, does. Like you can put hearts and other emojis on Instagram messages. You can do it in Facebook, obviously, but you can't do it in WhatsApp messages. Weird. Why spend, why spend the money, Lex? That's right. Keep milking that cash cow. Then there's one additional listener question. I'm happy to just skip it, though. I don't know. Anybody have? uh, Okay, fine. I'll read it. Listener Dan writes, (laughs) what are John and Lex going to do when I'm at WWDC? I think this listener, Dan, is Dan Warren. What? Me? I would never do such a thing. I'm glad I made it. Is this how you tell us? This is how you tell us, huh? (laughs) Not get COVID. I don't know. I had a moment where I was like, oh, I should mention this on the show. And I was like, what is the best way I can mention this on the show? (laughs) You should have said that. Oh, definitely submitting a question. Uh, Sorry. That seems unfair. You're not even paying. You're not even paying for this service. (laughs) Well, I record a podcast with you guys every week, so I'm paying for it in a sense. (laughs) But but Dan, I assume you're going as press versus as an official attendee. Like, you're you're not paying. I am going as press. Yes. Yeah. I am going as press next week, and that is all contingent upon uh, uh, negative tests, obviously. So I'm mm-hmm. I've been testing the last couple of days uh, uh, since coming back from this family event because I found out on the way to the family event uh, that I was getting invited. So I am, uh, yeah, kind of contingent on that. Also, a thing that I have learned that maybe you get, well, Lex, you might know because you've traveled more recently. Plane tickets are fucking expensive. <sighs> yeah. It's true. It is ridiculous. I it's been an, a long time since I've flown to San Francisco, bef- well before the pandemic. It is amazing that Apple reimburses you for this flight, though. <laughs> that <laughs> not true. <laughs> uh, paying out of pocket and paying a lot. So yeah, but uh, I don't know what's going on. I'm showing up on Monday, and uh, I'm maybe watching a video of the keynote, or maybe Tim Cook will come on yeah, stage. Wait, wait, I don't yeah. really know. I don't really know. Huh. So. That's the thing. I'll be reporting live for you. So we'll figure out what we're doing with the show. Well, we're we're happy you'll be there. So that, but they are having they are having you there. Just me, John. Just me. So yeah, but I mean, well, what I mean is they are at least. Well, I mean, there was some concern as to whether or not they were going to have any hardware at this event or not. But it seems like if they're having press, there's definitely going to be hardware. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that based on kind of the rumblings I've started to hear. Like, there's enough people who are going. It sounds like that. It's like. You wouldn't. That's Lex doing rumbling in the background. I can mm-hmm. tell. Yeah. Uh, although it just sounds like he is, <laughs> or it's just his his bad audio. <laughs> walking somewhere. It could be anything. He could, he could just be talking. He could be saying something, and we can't understand him. I did fine Foley work on that rumbling. Uh, it's possibly speaking in tongues. Anyway, I, but I would agree with you. There's there's little reason to invite out this this much press presence at all if you don't have something to show them. Right. If they're bringing in the big guns like Dan, then they've got to have a reason. Is mm-hmm. my feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't show up for just anything. Now, are you jealous that we can watch in our pajamas and stuff, Dan? A little bit. Um, I mean, you get again. You don't have to get on a plane, and you don't have to uh, get dressed, and you don't have to go and wear a mask. And Dan, we're jealous that you're going. So, 
And my point is... The- so for some reason, you don't think you'll be able to podcast with us? No, no, no. I'll be able to podcast. I was just trying, <laughs> trying to find the dickish way to ask this question, obviously. <laughs> but I'm just saying... Mission accomplished. Dan's a little <laughs> jealous it. that we'll be home. And we're a little jealous that Dan is going. And, and my the reason for this, of course, is that old cliche that the grass is always greener. <laughs> I only got about half of that, and Lex was very pleased no, with I know, himself. I know where he's going with this. Guys, does your lawn have weeds, bear patches, or pet spots? Sunday can I help you solve that. all those problems and yeah, more the easy way. They've got everything you need from fertilizer to seeds to weed control, and it's all delivered right to your door. Your yard is your personal oasis, so it deserves the best. That's either Dan Morin or Sunday. Sunday helps you grow a beautiful lawn, control pests, and fight weeds without nasty chemicals by creating a custom lawn care plan for you. All you have to do is visit GetSunday.com, put in your address, and their lawn analysis tool does the rest. They then use soil and climate data to create a personal nutrient plan delivered to your door when you need it. Sunday's lawn care products are made with your family in mind. That's why they use ingredients you can feel good about, like seaweed, iron, and molasses. The best part is, it really works. I have used Sunday. My lawn is lush and green, and it's actually fun to do. Nothing take that long. You just attach that thing to your hose, and you go. Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off. Full season plans start at just $129, and you can get 20% off at checkout when you visit GetSunday.com slash rebound. That's 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash rebound. Our thanks to Sunday for their support of this very podcast. The grass is always greener, you guys. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Don't want it with those brown spots. So uh, the, the, the we should... Touch on the rumors about Reality OS. I guess I mean they're not rumors, yeah. really. it's, but they well, filed some. Somebody filed for a trademark for Reality OS, which it was, was me previously <laughs> previously mentioned. I guess in some software release by accident. So it was probably Apple. It was probably not Dan. But there's no way to prove. I that. mean, I don't know. There's not. There's not. There's not a lot to. There's not a lot to say after that, though, right? I mean, because I thought the best take that I saw on it was essentially saying like, okay. Sure, this could very well be Apple. We've heard rumblings again. Lex, if you would just pull that in. (laughs) Go to the rumble corner. (laughs) Go to the rumble corner. That's right. The rumble strip, if you will. Uh, Rumble pack. So, uh, yeah, that like, obviously they've been working on this and we've heard the reality OS name before. And people were sort of like, oh, you know, they registered it to show up at WWDC, which means the thing is showing up at WWDC. But... As no. per other stories, you know, they also have the chance to just like, look, they originally thought they were going to show it off at WWDC, so they registered all the trademark stuff on time, and if it gets pushed back, well, you know, they, they did what they could, but uh, it's not like we know that much more than we knew two weeks ago yeah. about this. And supposedly the, tra- the the trademark filing dates are legal requirements and have nothing to do with the WWDC schedule. Correct. Right. They, they may have tried to make it work right Hold like to make it, it yeah, line up but yeah. yeah it's a lot of, a lot right. of work yeah so i i think based on the stuff that you know the most recent rumors still doesn't seem like there'll be a headset next week um just from like logistical and supply chain issues but mm-hmm. it's possible they'll still show up I'm, I'm thinking this is one of those times where they do the right the preview they're going to do the preview and say this is shipping next year <laughs> that's my guess I think it depends on yeah, how much other that's, stuff that's, they have to talk about. Right. I think there's like, let me put it this way. I think there's a good chance that that happens, but in September, because maybe the whole timeline just got pushed yeah, back by three yeah. months. But I mean, they're definitely, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, well, Kuo doesn't think that it's coming, going to be announced 
next week, but it will be. But still, things ne- will be neither did Gurman either, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think I think my guess is it, everything got pushed back about three months because of supply chain stuff, and so they'll talk about it in September, and it will ship sometime next year. But the yeah. the major counter argument to that is if they really need the developers on board, then there's a strong argument for them to talk about it now. But unclear we i mean still without knowing a price or availability or right. capabilities a uh, big question as to how much you're going to be able to get developers on board even three thousand dollars that's been rumored that's what's well, been that's rumored what, yeah that was the rumor yeah which is a lot for my blood i know yeah. i i think it's i think yeah, as a lot of people speculated that's a first sort of you know almost right. more of a dev kit than than a shipping product but Again, yeah. you can go out and buy an Oculus Quest for what, like 500 bucks? To me, the real question is, will James Thompson order one for a developer kit and then not do anything with it? Like, that's yeah. that's what I want to know. <laughs> I'm not even sure there's a question about that. <laughs> I don't think there's a question about it either, really. Good news, though. Uh, Dan we all know Dan and I did get emails that our uh, our playdates will be shipping in June. So we'll be able to dedicate an entire episode to playdate at some point in the future on this show. Mine might show up while I'm gone. I don't know. I have fallen. I have fallen behind on my play date playing. I gotta get. I gotta get back up because I plugged it up. And, <laughs> it's a long story, but anyway, I need. <laughs> I need to catch up on some games. That yeah, you gotta. Since, you so gotta I, get back uh, on the crank, John. I think that's what they say. Yeah, I gotta get back on the crank. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> John does a lot of drugs. Maybe, maybe we'll uh, <laughs> we'll zoom some some play date competitions live for Rebound Prime members. <laughs> And maybe we won't. I can think of nothing more interesting to watch <laughs> from our phones with our head with our than a bunch of on. middle-aged white men we'll, <laughs> cranking we'll a little really terrible <laughs> with terrible audio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cranking a little crank on a yellow That's that's the rebound promise. <laughs> it's not. I work hard to make these shows. It's called a, it's the cranking it benefit. Dan, I really feel good about the phone recording I'm making for you as we speak. So even if you don't like my AirPod you recording, do? Okay. you might like my phone recording. I'm looking at the waveforms. They look beautiful. Oh, well, you, you have some of the best-looking waveforms, I've always said. I appreciate that. The best way to listen to this podcast is to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the original... Uh... I, think that's, I think that's long been clear. Just look at the waveforms. Don't listen to it. <laughs> Just relax. Yeah. Relax and look at the waveforms, and it'll all be over soon. I subscribe to Rebound for the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> We're very handsome, all of us. That's all I can say for that, so... Speaking of uh, AR and WWDC, apparently Apple released a augmented reality like cards, like a card pack. This is this is the weirdest thing that I've seen in a while. Uh, but it's like oh, yeah. it's like just, trading cards. You can. This you is can breaking get. news. This is breaking breaking news. Mm-hmm. I haven't checked this out yet, but this is. I mean, they've done AR stuff on their invites for a long time now. Yes, uh, but this is kind of the next. The next level but uh i don't know i mean i don't know we can get into a big talk about ar and whether or not it's a <laughs> thing that we know. should think about i don't know <laughs> it's a gimmick it's it's a gimmick yeah i mean it does seem you know it's obviously ar related but they they have done ar stuff for most of these events for the last yes yeah. it seems to be in keeping with years, their standard right? approach that's right yeah it's not it's not necessarily indicative of oh they're doing an ar headset this this time they might be, but I wouldn't say that this is a sign, necessarily a sign that they are. I would 100% believe that there will be AR features shown off. It's just a question yeah, of whether or not they'll be in a headset, a, right? A headset, yeah, right. 
Yeah, I mean they they can't stop doing the AR stuff they, as much as we want them to. They're 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 de- <laughs> yeah, it's a real problem. Let me ask you this: Do you think at any point during WWC, uh, during the keynote presentation, Apple will mention the word crypto or blockchain? Do you think those words will make an appearance? No, <laughs> God, I hope not. No, I sincerely <laughs> doubt it. Same, I'm with you. I would put money Wait, against. Can you can it. you make your own NFTs with the headset? That's what I want to. <laughs> Aren't we? Yeah, we're all NFTs if you really think about it. Just really, <laughs> really think about it. Uh, well, that's a sad place uh, to end the go. episode, but there it is. That's it. <laughs> sad, yeah, really. Sad yeah. it is.